pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today's episode of Dungeons & Randomness is brought to you by Loot Crate. If you swing by lootcrate.com slash D-A-N-D-R, you can get a portion of your subscription off, and it helps us out, it helps them out, and you get cool nerdy stuff delivered to your door each and every month. Every month, a random box of stuff based on a theme for the month is dropped off at your doorstep. A lot of the cast has gotten in on this, and we really can't wait for the, the next box to be delivered, uh, which should be any day now, actually. Uh, so we do live unboxing videos each month on YouTube, and you can check them out. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Hi, this is Cat Charlie, and you're listening to the Dungeons and Randomness podcast. Don't forget to go and find us on iTunes and give us a lovely rating and add a little review. Um, always remember to go and find us on Twitter at dandrpodcast, um, and you can find all of the character Twitters from there. Um, if if you're feeling so wonderful and fantastic, go and give us a couple of dollars on our Patreon. Um, there's always lovely things coming out on there, um, little extras that I'm sure that you all love. And don't forget, we have many lovely items in the store. If you just go to the dandrpodcast.com, uh, and there's a little button up in the top. Thank you, and enjoy the episode. Let's do that thing regarding the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Bree. Hi, I'm Brianna, and I'm currently playing Jadzia Grace, but maybe not for very much longer. <laughs> and Kat. Hi, I'm Kat Charlie, and I play Fee, the Changed in Feath. By the way, that laugh sounded much more gleeful than it was supposed to be. I'm actually very nervous. And Mac. Hey, I'm Mac, and I play Kaluna Vulgaris, the Wild and Shaman, and I don't believe you, Jason. <laughs> um, it's quite true. And Jasper. Hey, this is Jason Jasper Permetter, and I play Merrick, Ethelred, Human Cleric, and I don't know if I believe you or not. We'll see what happens. Okay. Um, and Izzy, I swear to God, I'm, I'm, I'm quite nervous. <laughs> I'm Izzy. I play Una, the half-elf paladin, and I'm in complete denial about anything bad happening to Jazia. Okay. <laughs> Whew. Okay. Um, you guys are directly following up episode 100, which is, uh, which is a pretty big deal. Uh, on the last... On the last session, Jatsia ended up sneaking off in the middle of the night uh, to try and take care of her, her, her soul problem with the demon. Um, it looks like she's either going to parlay with it or try to attack it or something by herself. And that is where we left off with the party. So before we get to Jatsia, let's pick up things in House Dragon Keep. Phallus has just read this letter. Everyone has... Everyone has been kind of brought up to speed on what's going on with Jadzia. What would you guys like to do? I think Merrick is, uh, I mean, this is all new to him. Like he didn't even think to ask about this kind of stuff. This was, this was completely hidden. So I think he's, he's worried because he's been for the past few minutes really trying to find Jadzia. He, all he knows is that Valus is really worried. So he's worried um, and taking that cue. But now it's all just sort of being put together. I think he's reeling pretty hardcore. Um, but I think, he, yeah, he definitely wants to, like, whatever's happening with Jadzia, he wants to help immediately. He's just trying to piece it all together. Well, Phallus is going to go get um, the last few books that they were looking at together. Um, and he would be able to share at least what he knows secondhand about what Jadzia is going to face. Um, yeah, I guess he would be the only other person in the party who would have, you know, 
more insight into this than than anyone else. I mean, Jazzy obviously would be the big one, but she's not present. So, does she keep a diary? Um, that is an interesting question. Like, go through her shit. Would she would she take it with her though? Is the probably probably but... Jatsia. Hmm. Um, that's actually a good question. I I'd say she'd probably actually leave it behind because she wants to come back and she knows she might die, so she'd probably leave it behind because she would want someone to find it if she did die. Okay, Una will Thanks. go um, go through her belongings and see if she can find any clue to like where she's gone. Um, there... Find that fucking diary. Is there anything we could glean by by kind of figuring out what? she took with her you know that might give us some sort of clue as to i mean i don't have any idea where she went like she maybe she went to the roof or maybe she went into an underground cavern but maybe we could figure out by seeing what she left behind or what she took with her well let's do this how about everyone roll a perception check while you're searching and we'll we'll pick things up from there 30 22 24 24 okay so um let's see uh una is looking through uh, Jadzia's possessions directly. I would say uh, Maricolun and Fee are looking around the house to see if Jadzia has taken anything else with her. Something sure. like that? Yeah, just okay. clues. Just looking for clues. Um, well, Merrick's going to notice that the dragon is missing. Amara is gone. Ah. Uh. That is a problem. Because if, if Jadzia is heading off by herself, that means she has a massive head start. And there's really no other form of transportation that's going to keep up with her. Not on... Not on dragon back so the fastest horse in fucking theria isn't going to be able to keep up with the dragon so that's a problem um riding a dragon is exceedingly rare so it's not like there's just going to be another one leaving brightport anytime soon um i would say that una would find uh jadzia's diary fantastic um Obviously, she's not going to, like, for, for, for privacy reasons and for other stuff, she's not going to, like, read every word, but she's going to skim through, um, especially the last few entries, um, and just see, uh, like, what's, uh, if there is any hints to, like, you know, where she's going to go, what she's going to do, anything like that, what she's thinking, what she's feeling, yeah. Um, what we're going to find there, Jadzia? Jadzia did keep very extensive notes sprawled throughout her journal of pretty much everything she read. Um, it might be a little bit confusing. It's kind of like any regular student's notes where, like, they can read it. But can you? <laughs> where, like, some stuff is written sideways and stuff. some stuff is starred and other things are crossed out. But it's pretty much all of the research that was pertinent to her situation. Fuck yeah, this is excellent. Well, then, Una is going to read about a demon named Valnor, um, who can be summoned um, in a really ancient tomb within the Blistering Peaks. Now, we're talking high up. In the Blistering Peaks. Blistering Peaks are in the central mainland, which is days away on horseback. That is a problem for you guys, obviously. Um, do me a favor. Let's see here. Um, everyone roll Everyone roll an Arcana check for me, please. Now, Arcana or History? Both of these are shit. I will also accept Streetwise. Oh, really? Sweet. I'm going to roll that one. Just because of the... Um, yeah, okay. 23, thank the lords. I am rolling 11. so well today. 11. <laughs> 11 for not good. 19 and 23 have got to be good enough, right? Um, well, the streetwise one, yes. I would say Fee's earlier perception check, too. He would. He's cased this place. Cased is a bad word. Case means he's going to steal. Um, he has... He is. <laughs> you never know. I mean, he probably is. <laughs> cased is probably exactly the right word. <laughs> You never know, just in case. 
Um, so, uh, Fee would know that this place is has lots of little nooks and crannies to it. Not necessarily hidden passages, but there are places that are heavily guarded. There are rooms that are... Um, there are two. There are two to three people standing outside of them at all times, just to just to make sure no one goes in. Una would know streetwise that the former house uh, Darksbane um, held some very. There, there was a private collector named Archmage Thermac who would um, who would search far and wide and collect all kinds of magical items. Now, not that long ago, a group sort of ransacked the place. Um, and this was in the midst of the place changing hands, and that's how Tessia got it. But um, some of those items were were taken away. Um, no one really knows where they are at the moment. But this place was riddled with artifacts. There are there's there's some really powerful things in this place, and that's not just the tomes where you know I'll knock knowledge, but there are actual magical items here. Maybe uh, there's something that could help you on your way. Would uh, David know anything about that? Um, David or Tessia, yeah. Cool. Um, Una's gonna, like, run out of the room, uh, having found this, yell for Valis, but go find, um, David or Tessia. Valis can hear the screams or some shit, I don't care. I gotta go find him. Um, Valis is pretty much gonna reach the same conclusion you did based on the books that, that Jazzy is reading. The the Valnor, Blistering Peaks, that's, that's where she's after. Does anyone want to do a history check on, on Valnor? Who's good at history? Jetsu <laughs> would be great. I've got yeah. a plus four, nothing particularly. Okay. Yeah, no, I got anything. So yeah, I think eight's the best thing we've got. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, nice. A decent so, roll now. Twenty-one. Um, Kaluna would be able to tell the group a little bit about Valnor when you meet back up. So if if um if it's a thing where you guys meet back up, it's like this: is what we're looking for, this is where we're going. Then Kaluna would be able to chime in with some information. So I'll wait for that just to see if that happens. But yeah. Um, Valis is going to catch up with the rest of the party and it would not be hard to find Tessia. Tessia would be in her office and, um, she does not appear to be exceedingly upset that Jadzia is missing. Like maybe this isn't a surprise to her. Bitch. Um, no, not, that was not in character. Um, <laughs> that's how you die. Uh, Uno just say like, I mean, do we tell her that Jadzia is missing? She probably knows at this point, right? She's fairly insightful anyway, but yeah, it, it's you're getting the sense walking in here. Like, roll a perception check for me. Okay. It's like she, I'm pretty sure she heard us screaming. So. Yeah, no, it's yeah. that's a crit. Okay, yeah, you absolutely <laughs> notice that she is not. She's not surprised. She knows. Okay. Um, uh, Una will just walk in and be like, "Okay, you obviously know Jadzia is gone. Um, we know where she is now, but." We need your help getting there. Is there anything? I know this place was chock full of crazy magic shit at some point. Is there anything that can help us get us there faster? We need to be there yesterday. Um, Tessie's going to put down what she's doing. You know she wanted to do this by herself. She didn't want to endanger your party. Yeah, I made that same mistake. Never going to do that again. And definitely not going to let my best friend make that mistake. Even if you wanted to catch up to her, there's no safe way of doing that. I don't care about safety. Roll a diplomacy check for me. 22? Tessia, Tessia is going to come around her desk and, and walk up to Una. I understand you care for her a great deal. And she's looking over to Vallis too. Because Vallis, Vallis obviously wants whatever could help them in the situation, but it's it's really tough for him to 
to stand up to his mom like <laughs> like Una is. I want you to really think about this before you say yes. All I know is that my best friend and sister has gone off to fight a demon alone. I also know that she and your son are stupidly in love and their hearts are breaking over this. So if you care about your son's heart and and mine and the entire groups and Jadzia, please, we will do anything to get there as fast as possible. I know Valis would lay down his life. I would certainly lay down mine. Um, She's going to look over both of you. And then after a beat, she's going to start to walk toward the door. Follow me. As you are leaving this room, um, Valis is going to put his hand on uh, Una's shoulder and just kind of give her a look like, thank you. That was, thank you. I couldn't really do that. Cool. Una will just like nod like, I got you. Uh, where is uh, American Kalun and Fia? Like, were they in the room with us or where are they? Are they still looking around? Um, I don't, I, I just imagine you both kind of ran to Tessia trying to find David or Tessia together and kind of figured it out at the same time. And we're all sort of scattered, but I think I would imagine that at some point Merrick wouldn't just, you know, get lost and just sort of right. stay lost. I think he'd be trying to find everybody. So how about on the way out of this room, uh, the group kind of reconvenes in the hallway as they're, as they're being led to this, uh, as they're being led by Tessia. Yeah. Cool. Makes Sharing sense. of information. This is where Jadzia has gone. This is the demon she's facing. Anybody know any shit? Kaluna will pipe up. Kaluna Woo. knows a little bit of something about the demon Valnor. Valnor is legendarily, if you believe in gods and demons and all this stuff. Demons obviously exist, but... Um, so Valnor is a harvester of souls, and what he does is he grants power to mortals in exchange for their immortal soul. He will They sign their soul away, and contractually, uh, when they die, he gets your soul. There is no resurrection. There is no, there is no coming back under your own power. You belong to Valnor. Supposedly, um, he is building an undead army. With the, you are in service to him through eternity and death. You belong to him. There is no escaping the contract unless you have something to barter with. Demons will barter. That you will, you can renegotiate, but they are insanely greedy things. They, 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 they don't only, they not only want what they've signed up for. They want whatever they can throw, and they use your weakness and desperation to their advantage. Um, Valnor specifically is a greater demon, which means he has a huge amount of power. Now, the plus is he can't do something like kill Jadzia directly. So he can't, she can't die by his hand and just take her soul. That, that's not part of the contract. That does not mean he can't find some sort of loophole because demons can't be trusted. Um, so that would be pretty much what Kaluna knows uh, with a 22 or a 21. Not bad. No. Yeah, no. that's, that's pretty good information, actually. Yeah. Um... So Jetsy would have to, like, kill herself or be tricked into some crazy shit? There's a few different ways this could play out. Oh, God. Okay. Technically, she'd be violating the contract by trying to renegotiate. So even negotiation... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, so even suggesting to negotiate would be an issue? Like, Not not one that would lead to violence necessarily, but um, it's her trying to wriggle out of the deal. That's what Jetsy is doing. 
well, if she had a better option or right. a, you know that's, something like that, he would be yeah. interested, right? right potentially, yeah. okay. And she has a few powerful souls. There's one in Darmok who. Do me a favor. Roll uh, roll a history check on Darmok. Kalun, I think that's you. Yay. Dude, how shitty would it be for a demon to have possession of Darmok's soul? Like, how fucked would we be? Oh, 21. Darmok <gasps> oh, would be... so fucked. <laughs> Darmok would be exceedingly fucked. Darmok, to get the level of power that he had for a mortal, fucked over a few demons. Um, they were essentially competing for souls on this plane. That's, that's what they were doing. And... Uh, Demons do not like it when you horn in on their turf, especially because Darmok didn't sign over his soul to get that power. He signed over other people's souls. He would torture and mutilate and murder, and and he did many, many, many awful things. His soul is worth a lot in the demon community. He fucked over a lot of, of demons. So that one soul in Jadzia's Helm is worth a lot to Valnor. So that is a bartering chip. Not to mention Ian. Um, good soul too yeah in, in, in the demon community yeah in, in, in Theria's version of hell Ian has a special place <laughs> he was a gentle right. soul yeah <laughs> um, and then there's some really really low low like there's uh, she's got a couple of thugs in there too I mean yeah. not, not great just people just to sweeten but, the deal a little bit right I mean it's no Ian or Darmok but seasoning yeah, yeah. a little garnish Did you- didn't Jadzia get Kaelthorn's soul as well? Um, actually, she picked up the helm just after the defeat of Kaelthorn. That's true. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. But that would have been a fucking great one to grab. Crap, yeah. Do We should have stuffed that fucking helm full of, like, crazy souls. <laughs> she should have been there for Strahd. Well, here's the thing. Um, who wants to roll a history check on the fucking, on the helm? Me. Okay. <laughs> Pluna's just spouting this fucking knowledge. Yeah, all over. It's like, like, oh, like, how the fuck guys. do you know this? Doesn't even read. No, I, I, it's like, oh, the fucking hell. Yeah, man, you didn't know, but that's kind of... Wise as shit. Um, okay, 19. She'd you, you know a little something about the helm. Not a lot. The helm was never meant to hold a soul as powerful as Darmok's. It was never meant to imprison someone so powerful. That's, that's, that's really... So the dragon thing may not have worked anyway. That maybe why um, you guys have had some trouble with letters recently. That may be why. Um, but it, yeah, that, uh, whether that's the case or not, something bad could be happening. So. so he hasn't escaped, but he's like partially, like 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 Sauron after you kill him. You're not sure, but that is, it doesn't bode well. It's not, like, holding thugs and things like that, absolutely, yeah. Even Ian, uh, he was a piece of shit as a human being, but... He, he wasn't magically powerful. His soul wasn't tied to anything bigger than himself and his sword. Uh, Darmok, on the other hand, it was ridiculously powerful for a mortal. You guys managed to catch him on a really fucked up bad day, and the fact that Jadzi was there was heavily distracting to him, but yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, now that we just got knowledge dumped, what's our transportation method? Ooh, okay. You guys are going to have a choice to make in a minute. Tessie is going to lead you to a room guarded by uh, two very large men. Um, and she is going to sort of motion with her hands and they're going to step aside. And opening up these two large double doors is going to be a uh, sort of a long hallway. And there are display cases littered, uh, littered about. Um, in these display cases are 
magical items as far as the eye can see. And she's leading you to a very specific set. Um, now, some of these, mag- uh, some of these cases are, are empty, um, where they once held, they once held certain things. And now they just, they've been taken or maybe stolen. You're not sure. Um, she's going to lead you to a very specific set of runes. And she's going to open this display case very carefully. Um, and it's this, um, it's this small cut stone um, with uh, elven writing kind of scrawled into it. And she's going to hold it, sort of displaying it to the group. Do you know what these are? Do we? <laughs> you can roll a history check or an arcana check. Whatever you feel, whatever you feel comfortable Does with. anyone have an arcana higher than eight? Okay, 18 nope. history. 18 history is not bad. Yeah, so everybody else roll just to make sure. Perfect, fuck yeah. 20. Well, Merrick would have a decent idea. 18. Hey, 24. Nice. Um, let's see here. Um, okay, so um, tw- Kaluna knows fucking tons of shit, apparently. <laughs> well, you know, you know, Kaluna can read Elven. That's so true. Maybe there's like old scrolls and shit somewhere in the forest. It's, I just like to think that Kalunas picked up on all this, but has no idea of the importance of it. <laughs> like, that, just... that sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> like, it's all equal importance. It's like, I found this fucking great pancake recipe. Oh, and these scrolls. I don't know. Like, it's... She just... I, found, I found this really pretty speckled rock. Oh, and yeah. there's this demon. Yeah, she's just, <laughs> just equally... Everything is just the same amount of knowledge. Um, both Kaluna and Merrick, uh, they... Okay, so there are a set of runes that have been locked away because a lot of the things in Thermak's possession were um, either easily obtained for him through money or power or threats. And a lot of these things were very powerful and also highly erratic. Uh, take the Rod of Wonder, for instance. You guys all know what the Rod of Wonder is about. Not maybe character-wise, but you guys as players know. There are a set of runes called the Alta Elar. In Elven, roughly that translates to Displacement. These runes can be used to travel great distances instantly. The catch is, it's not an exact science. You have to be really magically attuned to these things, and you have to communicate where you are trying to go. Now, this is, this is done through an arcana check. Whoever is doing this is going to roll an arcana check, and the higher the check, the, the, the higher the roll, the closer to your destination you're going to get. Now... It's not just proximity to where you're trying to get. On a really low roll, this thing could drop you 600 feet in the air. You could... I mean, you could teleport to a crevasse. You could... It, it may put you on a rock. You don't know. I'll it's, risk it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a question. Um, mm-hmm. Would Merrick know... <sighs> Would it make any difference if you know where you're going? Like if you've been there before or something like that, would that give any bonuses to how well you could arrive there? Um, it doesn't. If you've been there before, you do get a small bonus because you can picture it in your head. But you, right. can, also, you can also just look at a map and you understand the area around it. Like you can, you can do it that way. Well, um, so here's what I'm thinking about Merrick. He just went on a journey for about a week or, or more in the High Mantle Forest, which is just at the base of the Blistering Peaks. Right. So that may be something that if there was any benefit whatsoever, if he thought, if he knows enough about this from an Arcana standpoint, he'd be I like, I can really picture that. A plus two? Yeah. I'll take it. Here's the other catch. 
It takes an exceedingly great amount of power to to uh, to use these effectively. Though, okay, normally you would need something. You you would either need to be a really powerful mage or blood mage. Uh, a scion would work. You do have someone in the power uh, in the party with um, a weapon of cord that can act as a fucking lightning rod. It's pretty much the same thing as we have two weapons of cord. Yeah, but. There's only two of the weapons of cord that act like the lightning rod. Uh, it, oh. It's Stormrender and Cord's Fury. Um, uh, Cord's Gale is much more like... Wind? Yeah, it's it's yeah. much more... Which may come in handy at a certain point. But for this particular thing, there's a bit of risk involved in that. Now, if, um, let's say, Una was the one to sort of call down some lightning, she could do that, and that, that could power the rune. But yeah, that I mean, she's not going to be the one wielding it to do the check, So, which is probably a good thing. I'm guessing Una's... Arcana is pretty low. Yeah. So, like, this would be a thing where, like, it's like we all join hands and somebody with good Arcana, I power it the fuck up, and someone with good Arcana is like, we want to go here, and then poof. Yeah. It All 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 Merrick would have to do would be to think about the place he's trying to get to. I'm just suggesting the High Metal Forest because it might not drop us into the Blistering Peaks, but if there's any benefit for getting very, very close, we'd be 90% of the way there, yeah. potentially. Can we pick up mountain climbing stuff before we leave? (laughs) Here's the thing. You guys have pretty much free run over over Gretik's shop for saving his little life. Let's do it. Let's loot that shit. Okay, grab (laughs) the fucking stone. We'll take all of it. Go to Gretik's, get all the mountain climbing shit, provisions, bandages, healing potions for Jadzia because she's totally going to need them. Pretty sparkly things. Anything that helps with endurance or not turning into a werewolf, that would be nice too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, those things. Um, two questions. Hit me. Does uh, Una still have the dragon horn? Yes. And how much of a head start has Jadzia got on us? Um, you're guessing at least a couple of hours. How uh, do 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 we do we have a concept of how long it it should potentially take her to get there on dragon? It wouldn't take that long. Um, you're, you're guessing within within a few hours she'd be there. So she's probably more than halfway. Oh, okay, fair enough. I can try blowing it and just seeing if that makes any difference. Well, Maybe she'll come back when she's dropped Jadzia off. My thought was if we got into the high mantle forest and then you blew it. <gasps> good man, smart, yes, good plan. Okay, yeah, let's go, let's go fucking loot Gratik's shop. Yay! How's about we catch up with Jadzia? Okay. Jadzia would be flying somewhere over Dragon's Reach right about now on Amara back. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what would be going through her head right about now? Because there's nothing much to do beside, besides fly. There's, there's nothing. I mean, she's got, she's got a while to think about this. Yeah. Um, she's probably just trying to think of how she is going to try to negotiate with this demon then she's just busy being terrified <laughs> the entire time, probably. <laughs> um, you may want to discuss what uh, what item you picked up before you left. Right. Um, before I left, um, I believe Tessia gave them to me, right? Yes. Um, Tessia gave me these dice. And I can't remember the name of these the dice. Dice of questionable luck. The dice of questionable luck. Um, in which I can roll them. Um, they're three 20-sided dice in a little container, and I can roll them at the beginning of the day, 
and take the highest score and when a when I fail a check of any sort or attack or anything, is that true, Jason? Is it anything or is it just checks? Skills. Just skill checks. Um, if I fail skill check, then I can replace it with the highest of those three dice. So I'm going to roll those. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll three 20-sided die. Okay, three. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Eight, nine, and ten. So you're going to pocket that ten. Woo! Yeah, not as helpful as you'd hope. That's questionable. That's questionable. Luck. Guys, I'm going to die today. Wait, question. Is that like the base? So like that's without the plus or is that that's with without the, the plus? Okay, yeah. that's kind of nice. Like, it could be worse. If you, had, if you had like a plus 14 or something, that could help you out. That's true. So like if if I'm replacing a check, do I also get to add the plus to that yes. check? Okay, so let's say, I don't know, out of the blue, if I were applying it to diplomacy, like let's say, um, it would actually be a 16 then. Yeah, that's not great. It's still not great, but that's better than a nine or Very something. True. Like if I crit miss, then I can replace it with that. And If you decided to try a bluff or something, that might come in handy. We'll see though. We have no idea what's, you know, you never know. Getting back to the party. How are you guys entering? The, how are you guys approaching the fawn here? Because the, the, this, is, this is late at night. Like Graddock's actually packing up. This is not, these are not normal operating hours. With great speed. Bust that door down. Yeah, um, Merrick's just going to bang his fist on the door. Um, waiting to waiting to hear, because the door's locked. So waiting to hear um, anybody come to answer this door. Um, Graddick has not gotten to the door yet. So let's have Valus roll an athletics check, because he's going to try and kick this fucking door in. 26 will do it. Valus is going to kick this door clean in, and he is going to stomp into the filigreed fawn. Graddick's going to lose his fucking mind um, because at first he's thinking that this is Silverclaw coming to murder him. That's it. Like that. <laughs> that's, like, oh, that's it. That's that, that's game over. So now he's like, there's, so you're going to, you're going to walk in and everyone roll a perception check for me, please. Damn. Almost Holy done. shit. Okay. Everybody's going to see. Um, everybody's going to see uh, Graddick uh, look extremely panicked. Um, and it looks like he's going to get ready and make a run for it. And then he's going to see that it's you guys. Ah, God, you scared the hell out of me. What's wrong with you people? Uh, <laughs> lots of things. This motherfucking group three. <laughs> we, we, lots. Well, we don't have time for that right now. We have actually more important things to deal with. Um, and he's, he's looking over. All right, look, I know I'm supposed to walk you through the shop and give you some select things. I promised Tessia and you kind of saved me, whatever. But look. Kinda? Again, I promised Tessia. I, that's not going to be tonight, okay? I, I got something I got to do. I'm going to get ready. And Valus is going to scoop up Graddock by his neck. And he is going to slam him against the wall. And let's roll. That's a 22. He is, yeah, he's going to slam him up against this wall. And um, Graddock's just going to stop dead, like in mid-sentence. Um, this is not his shirt collar. This is not his jacket. He, is, he's, he has him by the throat. And it's kind of wrapped around both... The, just his, his whole upper body's kind of disappeared under, uh, under Valis's big clawed hand. Um, Graddick's going to look fucking terrified. And Valis is going to look back to the party without saying a fucking word to Graddick. 
take whatever you want. Una's gonna like like edge on over there slow like <laughs> just kinda like try and pry the fingers off, like, hey, 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 buddy. Now's not the time, okay? In the in the meantime, Merrick's actually doing it. He's going he's looking for provisions, he's looking for the right equipment, he's just he's he's getting ready. Kaluna is trying really hard not to get distracted by shiny things. It's very difficult. There are many shiny things. B would uh, be doing the same, but also just having a look at what is there that's pretty. Uh, Valis will sort of like it, like he'll, he'll let go eventually and just sort of drop Gratic. But you can tell he does not want to. Gratic is going to scamper away, just just away from Valis. And there's nothing he can really do about you ransacking his shop. Um, so he's, he has to stand here and watch you rifle through his things and take whatever you want for free, which is, that's his version of hell. That's pretty much it. That's, that's, um, so you guys are going to take a few items. Um, and each one of you before the game started, uh, today have been updated with, with some stuff. So you can check your character sheet and there's, um, the stray pair of, you know, gloves, boots that, that do, you know, certain things. You're also going to take away some uh, some climbing provisions. So you will you will have extra rope. You will have uh, pickaxes and things that you can kind of bury into the side of a rock. And you will have everything that you need to traverse a mountain as safely as as humanly possible. Here, is there anything else that you'd like to grab before you leave that you'd specifically like to say? Healing potion, a pretty sparkly thing. Yeah, any potions we can find. Or any sparkly potions that heal. <laughs> Any pretty jewelry, too. I'll take all that shit. Um, there is a display case um, yes. next to the main counter that's this gorgeous glass thing that's locked. So mash that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. Merrick is, is going to try to stop this. Like, just put his arm out. Not, like, actually get in the way, and, and but just, like, come on, come on. Merrick, the way I've been imagining this, too, is that Merrick is being very, very deliberate about this. He's being respectful. Um, but he's taking whatever he wants. So he's just, as he finds things, he's putting them on the counter so that Gratic can see what's being taken. Very methodical. So if there's any way that he can stop people from smashing a case, he's going to try to do that. He won't try too hard. But, <laughs> but like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Well, then I guess my question is, do Kaluna or Una care? Kaluna does. Fun ruiner. <laughs> Uh, I feel like Una wouldn't care that much, but she'd kind of look up look at Gratic like, if you don't unlock this, it's getting smashed. Like, not say that, but just kind of that look. Like, do you want your shit ruined? <laughs> this pains him. You can, uh, this, like, it's so obvious on his face. Like, ah, like, this hurts. Um, because these are some high-priced, I mean, some of it's just gorgeous jewelry. Some of it is just high-priced jewelry. Some of it's of magical origin. Pretty shiny things. <laughs> He's going to push his little step stool over to the counter and slowly climb up, almost as if he were being hung. Like, like, like this is this is the gallows. hilarious. This is, this is, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> the music and everything. Does this exist in Varia? Because what if is, so, Una's going to start humming it. <laughs> He's going to take a set of keys out from his pocket and slowly unlock this display case. This, this makes me feel really bad. I, I, I feel like Merrick is going to try to stop all of this. Like, do we need this stuff? 
Are we just stealing from Gradic? Yes. We're supposed that's to not, take stuff, right? No, that's not that's not what we're supposed to be doing here. We can take whatever we need from him, but not whatever we want from him. Pretty sure the the words used were take whatever you want. Also, I'm and Fee are the only reason he's alive right now. He kind of owes us a lot. I'm not sure how much he values his life, but I'm pretty sure, considering the person that we're talking about, it's more than all of the value of all of these goods put together. Okay, that's fair enough. So Merrick's going to turn to Gradic and, and be like, all right, do you, do you owe somebody something for, uh, for maybe saving your life or maybe being a good person to you or something? Do you think maybe you could give somebody something so that you don't have to have everything taken? He's kind of like nudging him along like, yeah, this is, might be your best bet, dude. He is this, he lights up when you go to defend him. He's like, yeah, do we have to come on? Do we have, and then once you start to cave, just, I'm trying to save his ass. I'm trying to. I know. So I know you are. He doesn't something. want anything to be taken. Yeah. He's trying to keep everything. That's the. That's that's. He is okay, greedy to fuck. a fault. Yeah. You might want to give them something, Radic. Take the third shelf, and he says it with pain in his voice. There are multiple tiers to this display case, and the third shelf is reserved for the higher end magical items. Are they pretty? Um, these are fucking beautiful. These are polished to a pristine shine, and these are gloriously cut gemstones. <laughs> these are magical items or just gemstones? Uh, these are magical items. Okay, what do we got here? <sighs> you got a few things. The most notable one, and the, the other two are more... While in the streets of Brightport, they would be pretty useful to an adventurer. Eh, not as much. But the third one, which is... Um, this this sapphire gemstone you know necklace. If you are wearing this, um, it's it's a daily. You can pop it. Um, any damage that would have been done to you in an attack, um, not just you, but anyone adjacent to you, uh, it negates all damage. No damage done. It's uh, it's essentially a force field. Holy shit! So it's someone next to you. Um, you and anyone next to you. It's a bubble that emanates from you. So. Um, uh, the biggest, uh, like let's say dragon's fire or an explosion or something like that, that's something you can pop and that negates all damage for that attack. Like an immediate interrupt type thing. Ooh. Immediate interrupt, yes. If somebody else wants that, they can totally have it, but I think that would also be very useful if I had it. It's also pretty. But if, if someone else thinks it would be more useful, then totally take it. I, I mean, I definitely want it for us, but I, I don't know who the best person to hold it is. Um, is it people are you it definitely has to go to one of the melee people yeah definitely yeah just so it's merrick or una probably for melee well, i mean fee's got the cords fee, does gale. He, he's that's true does does fee usually group up next to people not really because um he he either tries to get a flank in for him or flank yeah. in for other people as well so yeah, it, it's unlikely for Fee to be directly next to somebody. And honestly, that's the same for Merrick, just because he's he's very careful about his lycanthropic problem. So he's not necessarily going to get up right next to somebody all the time. So maybe it's better for Una to have it. Okay. If, if, if we start using it in combat and it seems like it would be useful for someone else, we can always just, like, chuck it across the room. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> chuck it across the room. Um, this thing is... Pretty damn valuable, by the way. Um, on the open market, especially to certain people. Yeah, you could make tens of thousands of gold off of this item. 
This is an insanely rare thing, and it is in that display case for a reason. Um, that's that's a painful one for Gradic. That's that's yeah. Uno will we'll put, we'll put on it's a necklace. Yeah. Yep. Uno will put on the necklace and then kiss Gradic on the cheek. Oh, make him do the clasp at the end. <laughs> like lift your hair up, right, and like so that he has to clasp it. Could you get this for me? She will totally. But if you have to reach, that's the thing. <laughs> if you if you bend down to his level, oh, and God, like, just, Can you just do that for me. So much metaphor, like bend to his level and have him. Anyway, yeah, again, causing him physical pain. <laughs> um, Jasper, you're cruel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to help him, but I'm you know same time we're at it right? um phallus is going to stop next to, so he's he's kind of watching all this and on the one hand it's like we're wasting a little bit of time but it's it, it, this has only taken a few seconds of of not bartering threatening conjole i don't know how how would you put it but taking taking yeah that phallus is going to speak up kind of sidle up next to Gradic while he's doing this clasp up I bet you wish I killed you now, don't you? Um, and there's... It's not accompanied with a smile on his face, but there is an air of fuck you. Like, there, th- this is years of pent-up aggression at Gradic. And, and, and Gradic's just looking up at him. There is nothing he can do in this situation. Um, and Valis is going to motion to the party like, okay, we should probably get going. Kaluna is going to grab the least valuable shiny thing that they can find. Because <laughs> <laughs> they just, they desperately want one of the shiny things because there's so many. There are all kinds of gorgeous polished rocks that are used as paperweights and things. I mean, it, ra- it ranges. It's, it's, this is sort of a Therian office max too, where you can just go and get nice stuff for your, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice stuff, but it's not necessarily magical or insanely valuable. It's just nice stuff. Here's this leather planner. It's got uh, death dates uh, for all your funerals that you need to remember. Um, months that are that are characterized by starvation. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want it because the weeks uh, start on Monday, not on Sunday, and that really bothers me. God, so, yeah, that's the uh, worst. Well, let's catch up with Jatsu. Okay. Jatsu is going to arrive at the blistering peaks, and this is... There would be enough room for her to be dropped off by Amara. But Amara would not be able to land. Well. So, we're gonna have to have Chadzia sort of disembark Amara by <laughs> leaping off of her. Now, this isn't a high check, but what is going to be doing is leaping off of Amara onto a cliff face, essentially. There's a very narrow passageway where, if her footing were to slip, she could plummet to her death. Good. Okay. So this would be All right. this would be an acrobatics check. Here we go. Oh! Twenty-two. <laughs> okay. Um, With plus five, that's actually pretty. That's good. pretty good. Uh, Chatsy is going to leap off of Amara here, and it, it's not the, the, Amara got as close to this this peak um, as she could. Um, it is. As she jumps up, she's like, thank you, and Draconic. <laughs> it is windy, and that could have gone very poorly. Um, it's also it's also very, very cold. Um, these are, I'm wearing, like, 30 layers. Yeah. this is Which probably didn't help with the jump. Probably but. not, but her cloak is just whipping around in the, in, in the wind. and. Um, yeah, it's like seven sizes too big. Yeah. 
So what you're saying is I look awesome. Um, I'm saying you look badass, yes. This is Okay, yeah. cool. I'm like Batman. Yes. Jatsy, do me a favor and roll a perception check, please. 18. Uh, in front of Jatsy, um, a lot of this is covered with ice and snow, but there is an opening in the side of this mountain at the very, at the very top. Um, there are no doors, but this is decorated with, with large stone pillars. This is not uh, happenstance that this is there. This was intentionally built. This is the Tomb of Valnor. <clears throat> Um, this is a place specifically where he can be summoned and bartered with. Now, Valnor can be summoned with uh, a specific spell to initially make the deal. This is a place where people go to renegotiate. This is specifically made and, and constructed in such a way, in such a place, that is, it's insanely difficult to get to. The fact that you had a dragon and just rode here, that's cheating <laughs> to this, to this <laughs> deal. This is cheating. You skipped the entire portion of, you know, trekking through the forest and up a mountain and all that. You cheated to get here. Dragon. Right. It's fucking cool. Very cool. But yeah, to them, it's like, oh, you, you asshole. Oh, good. So we're starting off on the right foot. Okay. Um, this is pitch black. Now, how would you like to, would you just like to approach this place and walk inside? Because this, again, it's, it's open. There are no doors. This is an open sort of catacomb. I think I'd like to check for traps. Like, I'm not sure if that's the demon's thing. No, you can check for traps if you like. But well, I'll give know. it a shot. Eleven. <laughs> um, Jatsy notices the ground is uh, slightly slippery uh, in the entrance, where a where, uh, portion of the stone is frozen over a bit. Um, but she doesn't see any traps. Okay, then. I guess I will head in. Walking into this catacomb. You set off a trap! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, no trap. The moment she steps inside, torches lining the wall all down this long hallway are going to start to light in this sort of putrid green flame, which will illuminate the area, but it sort of casts it in this this uh, disgusting green light. And as Jadzia ventures forth down this hallway, she's going to hear the wind howl behind her, and it's going to gradually get quieter and quieter. This place has not seen activity in quite a while, it would seem. Um, do me a favor, roll a perception check. 18. It kind of, like, almost became a one. Yeah, I know, I saw. <laughs> um, Jadzia is going to um, start to come toward the end of this particular hallway. And there is a set of double doors in front of her. And carved into this set of double doors is... It looks to be a rough sketch of the face of Valnor. I should tell you a little bit about Valnor. This demon, being being a greater demon, is tied to a different plane. But he does... <clears throat> he does have a... He has an ability to take a form on this plane. So his his demonic body is this this great hulking mass of of just just fire and muscle and just it's it's fucking unspeakable evil. Um, his his form on this plane is a lot more frail, and you'll see what that looks like inside. But the area to summon him would be just beyond these double doors, is what Jadzia would be guessing from her research. Okay. Now I'd like to do an Arcana check on the doors. Sure. Try to open them. <laughs> that is a crit. 
fuck I know about these doors, and I really wish I'd saved that roll. <laughs> um, beyond these doors, uh, there's nothing. There's nothing magically enhanced about these doors at all. Uh, beyond these doors, uh, Chatsy is sensing, uh, sensing a, a huge magical presence. Um, and it's not just a magical presence. There is something evil. Um, there's something sinister and dark beyond these doors. I haven't even summoned him yet. <laughs> no, you haven't. That's that's the... This place is pretty much a temple to evil. If If evil had a place, like a clubhouse, this would be it. Can I, like... I know I already did perception, but can I, like, put my ear against the door and listen? Um, Jatsy wouldn't like, hear. Another perception? Jatsy wouldn't hear. I wouldn't anything. hear anything. These are pretty thick double doors. So the evil is just like fucking evil. It's, just it's a not presence. like a big monster I have to fight to, hide, to summon the guy. It's, well, right. that's the, the the present she's feeling is just. It's it's it, it's just it, it's the feeling she's getting. It's making her skin crawl. This is. The, I mean, you're getting ready to barter with the demon of undeath. <laughs> this is n- not a lot of good. It could come from this. So I guess the question I have to ask you is, do you want to walk inside? Uh, Yeah, I guess I do. Um, Chansey is going to pull on the rings that open these large double doors, and they are going to swing open wide. Let's catch up with the rest of the party here. Well, fuck you too, Jason. (laughs) I love you, Um... So where would you guys like to go to activate this rune? Because... some minor destruction might take place. Oh, shit. Just outside in the street. Just outside in the street. Okay. Where's the place we really don't like? Yeah, I mean... Let's go back in Gratic's shop. <laughs> Poor fucking Gratic. <laughs> You're going to need access to Sky. I will point that out. Okay. Yeah. Just room. try and do it inside and just thump around the inside of a building <laughs> for eternity. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, should... Do we have any sense of the kind of destruction this could potentially do? I mean, should we get kind of outside the city or what? No. Anything like that? No time. Okay. Fuck Brightport. Okay. Man, so many people have said that over the years. Um, here's what I need you to do. Um, everyone hold hands. And um, I... The the rune has to be held by, uh, by Merrick. He's the one activating it. But he does have to be in contact with Una. Um, because Una's going to be the lightning rod here. Oh, right. Uh, okay, yeah. So when you guys are ready, Una is going to get ready and call down some lightning. Cool, cool. Um, do me a favor, give me a religion check. I'm good at those, I think, <clears throat> from what I can recall. You're fairly good. Being a paladin of court and whatnot. Is it still religion? I guess, yeah. yeah. Okay. 26. 26. Okay. A bolt of lightning is going to streak toward Cord's Fury. And it is going to illuminate the night sky with this horrendous thunderclap that is going to accompany it. And it is going to strike Una outright. Um, Specifically the hammer, but it is going to course through Una, um, causing her no damage. But there is a tingling sensation to everyone. Um, where normally, if this were, say, a normal weapon, like, let's say you held up a big steel sword and it were struck by them, you'd be fucking dead, most likely. But because this is a weapon of cord and there's, you know, there's, yeah. So, Merrick, do me a favor yes. and think some pleasant thoughts about the area you'd like to teleport to. Announce it. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, I think we've all agreed, is, is this 
true that the the area that I was in in the high mantle forest uh, at the base of the blistering peaks would be the right place to go, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking happy high mantle forest thoughts. And do me a favor, roll an arcana check with a plus two. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. It's a 14 plus two, 16. It wasn't a pleasant journey in the high metal, really, <laughs> to be honest. I was a little, I kind of lost a lot of blood. Everyone is going to go blind for a moment. Um, a brilliant white flash. After the lightning strike, boom. Everything goes white. And after after a second your eyes are going to start to readjust and you are everyone roll a perception check for me, please. We're underground, like in Minecraft when you start suffocating. <laughs> oh yeah. I've got good perception for this, but just <laughs> really, really horrible direction sense. Feast still had his eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> are we there yet? You guys are definitely in, in a forest. You're in the forest. Every one of you are going to start to notice a few things. One, there's a horrendous sound and it's just this cacophony of creaking and moaning. And uh. what you're going to notice is there is a bubble of destruction that emanates from the small circle you guys have formed and goes outward about 20 feet in every direction. And the ground has been charred black and all the trees around you have either been um, incinerated directly, or the ones that are just down on the fringe of the bubble have had a large moon, uh, like a crescent cut, and they are starting to tip over. So about 10 to 12 trees are starting to, to just timber. Um, now, some of these are very, very large. Um, what I'm going to ask everybody to do is please roll an acrobatics check to dodge out of the way of these trees, because they are going to start to tumble in every direction. <gasps> Oh no, feet crit missed. Oh god. <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs> but still got a 20. Yeah. Um, I got an 8. Merrick is going to try and dodge. And he's going to get a, a bit unlucky here because um, as he is running, uh, he is going to slip and one of these massive, uh, massive trees is going to fall over and crush one of his legs. Ah. Um, so what we're going to do is two things. One, we're going to roll damage. Uh, That's a lot of... 34 damage. Oof. Uh. Um, Merrick, would you please roll an endurance check? Sure will. Fuck. Oh, boy. We're rooting for you, buddy. I'm rooting for me, too. I'm rooting for you guys. Oh, oh thank God. <laughs> Holy shit. 33. 33. Although, worst case scenario, he'd be a werewolf pinned, pinned under, under a tree. tree. Yeah, that's a <laughs> right. different problem, but yeah. <laughs> Merrick is going to let out a, a horrendous scream uh, as, this, as this tree falls down over his left leg. Um, so he's kind of face down, and this is going to do 34 damage and, and sort of crush his leg. And it's going to take everything in him to just hold back that monster, just hold it back at bay, because... Just for a moment, that, that blinding pain is just cutting through him. And he is going to get a hold of himself. He will not wolf out, but you guys have a problem. And you have a Merrick trapped under hundreds of pounds of tree here. My maximum carry thing is like 900 pounds. <laughs> okay, well, 
I forgot how fucking strong Moon is. So um, you may all want to just sort of try and lift this enough so that he can pull himself out from, yeah. So, Una, um, you want to make an athletics check? Anybody want to assist? Wouldn't that be strength? Uh, well, yeah, there's, yeah, raw strength check, yeah. Okay. I'll assist. Is that just a... Is it too late? Um, no, go ahead. Uh, is that just a flat, flat d20? 20. <laughs> I won't be helped. So you're pushing he down. He jumps on top yeah. of the tree and starts stomping. <laughs> right. He's pushing it down on it. He's like, does this help? Is this right? Grinding. Yeah. What we don't know is break, that Merrick break owes it in. fee $12. <laughs> is Merrick in any position to do anything at all or is he just in blinding pain I would say blinding pain and then all right. that's fair what about Kaluna Kaluna want to help sure that seems like something Kaluna would do Kaluna's helping um, this will be <laughs> it's enough it's the adrenaline it's like holy shit yeah this will be enough to lift this uh, lift this tree enough so that it's really soft dirt too so this would be enough for for Merrick to sort of drag his body away. Um, Thanks, everybody. Healing? Yeah, I would say healing? healing is in order, but you're going to walk with a limp. Uh, fine. Yep. Can we make him a sport? <laughs> well, the cool thing about healing is that it will... Yeah, I mean, he won't... It, it, his leg isn't, like, crushed. It's just... It'll get him back to where he can, yeah, function on it. So it'll be, it'll be more like, man, it acts up in the rain, that type of thing. Not crippling people. You're not Dr. House. Like, I'm not, yeah. Can we... Oh, God. Oh, my God. Can we get him a cane? <laughs> like, forever he'll be crippled? Or, like, no, it, it just hurts until until it's done healing? It'll always be a thing where, okay, um, take, for example, Liara lost an eye. She doesn't get her eye back, but she's obviously not bleeding from the... You know, I mean, it was enough to save her, you know. It's like he broke his leg. Um, pretty much, yeah. It'll always be something that sort of acts up every once in a while, but it's not something where he's in constant pain or anything, no. He's going to limp forever? Um, not limp, but it'll be like, um, it'll be more a thing where it's like, oh, like it'll be sore if he hikes for a long time or something. Like, kind of okay. like kind of like us. Like, it's just okay. a fucking thing. Okay, gotcha. He gets cold and he's like, ow, oh, fuck my right. leg. Right, it's like, oh, man, oh, fucking trick knees acting up, that kind of thing. Ow, my leg, wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you guys, ow. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. I'm not, I'm not an okay. asshole. At least about this. You crushed his leg. <laughs> the tree crushed his leg. You made the tree, Jason. He rolled poorly. Jason, I can trace all of this. Back. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. This is all, hey, at least this we is... didn't spawn like 50 fucking bajillion yeah. feet in the air. That's like... true. That could have been True. much, much worse. You didn't even want to see what a crit one does. <laughs> I do have wind oh, step, though, so I could just float down. You could have been, yeah, you would have lived, probably. <laughs> just <laughs> standing on the paste of my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'll just... <laughs> this is all Gary Gygax's fault. Really, really, if you really when it comes to down really. to it. All right, so that was something. Um, what would be the party's reaction to kind of seeing where this is going here? After the initial shock of like, fuck, like Merrick got really fucked up. Is he healing? Did he heal himself at all? I imagine Kaluna would have jumped on the heel. Yeah, I thought that's what was happening. Do we? Do we? Yeah, I mean, is it Merrick healing himself? Yeah, somebody roll a heal check. Yeah, let's 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 do this for officially. Anyway, Can we yeah. just multiple heal? Just checks? all roll heal checks. Yeah, this is not going to be <laughs> everybody heal. We have two healers in the party. There you go. Yeah, Kaluna's going to heal. <clears throat> yeah, either one of them is good. So yeah, um, <laughs> everyone pile on the leg. Yeah, we're just like kissing it, like rubbing it. Like, mm, yeah, it's, it's like a spa. It's really just like a little <laughs> spa day. Yeah, so for for 
I would say about 45 seconds, Merrick would be in some real hardcore pain, like real hardcore pain. And then after the healing, it would fade and he'd be, he'd be all right. But yeah, that is, um, that's a bit like getting crushed is a pretty shitty way to, it's just a portion of him. Yeah. So you guys would be back on the road, I'd imagine. He's very appreciative, by the way. Um, and he's, he's letting everybody know that when that was close to death, I mean, potentially. Kaluna will offer their shoulder as support. Take it gladly. Yeah, I would say Una would like snap off a branch or something and give it to him as like a, like a cane or a stick to lean on. So let me describe the timeline to you guys. So you would be zipping to High Mantle pretty much the same time that Jadzia would have been flying over uh, Dragon's Reach and heading toward uh, the Blistering Peaks. Now that means that you have about an hour... Uh, or so before she would reach the top of the mountain, which means you guys would have to book it like fucking crazy to even to, to even approach the summit. Um, there's a trail, there's a path leading up, but you would have to pretty much run, sprint, um, and then there's climbing to do. There's we should try blowing the horn to summon um, Amara. Okay, think about that. Oh right, fuck. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. There are dragons all over this fucking area. Just, I was just going to say, think about the, the words I used. I'll fight a fucking dragon. I don't care. Let's go. No. Fuck. I forgot. It's not just like a single dragon horn. No. It's a all dragons in the area. Please kill me horn. <laughs> or at least come straight to me. Yeah. Yeah. Come part uh, with me, bro. I don't think yeah. we have anything to offer them. A chew toy. I don't think we have a whole lot of choice. I think we just have to... We yeah, just have we'll to get. go. Just, so yeah, to running, sprinting, yeah. going as fast as we possibly can or without dying. Yeah, slightly limping towards it. That's fine. Either way. Dallas <laughs> um, can carry Merrick. Merrick's yeah. like, oh, a yeah. small dude. It's not, he's not useless. Like I said, he's not, he's, he's just, yeah. it's just a bit of pain. Like he's just like, oh, like it, like. Does it affect my speed? No, no, not really. Like okay, I said, no. partway up the mountain, you're going to feel some tenderness and it's, it'll be sore, but that's it. It's like, you're, you're fine. You'll be okay. okay cool. Done. Done. Who would like. Uh, who would like to roll uh, a check to see how fast the group travels? It's just cool. a flat D twenty. It is a flat D ten. Uh, is a it is a D twenty plus ten. I don't <laughs> no, think it matters really who who rolls yeah, it, guys. It's random. Una, go for it. Okay, I'm sorry if this fucks up. Seventeen. Seventeen. <clears throat> um, you're gonna make decent time. Um, you're gonna make decent time to the rest of this forest, and you will. Uh, you will reach the base of the mountains uh, in about 10 minutes or so. You were right on the fringe of the uh, of the forest. So um, as far as placement goes, that really couldn't have gone much better. I mean, maybe not spawn in a pack of trees, but yeah, totally. By the way, that is uh, one of the direct reasons why those were why those runes weren't used more often, um, because they tended to incinerate people that just happened to be walking by in the area where people were teleporting. And it only took a few times for people to realize that uh, you, you you could murder people that way or catch buildings on fire or whatever. And that's on top of the complete randomness if you actually weren't in tune with magic enough to use them. And it's, yeah, but there's a reason they're locked away. Uh, we should keep using these. Yeah. Definitely awesome. more concerned about the trees than the people. <laughs> yeah, fair. Fair. That's good. Wait, wait, question. Mm-hmm. If we were, like, at the base of the mountain and, like, we could see the, the the place that we want to go to. 
or like not even at the base. We are like on the trail somewhere and we could see where we wanted to go. Could we like be looking at it and be like, I want to teleport where my eyes are looking. Um, you absolutely could, but it would take another check. Yeah, it would still take all the checks and stuff, but it would, but that would give us the plus. Um, it would give you the plus. Yeah. But, okay. um, there is a recharge time on them is the problem. Ah, yeah. You can use it daily. Okay. Let's just keep booking it then. Yeah. Again, insanely useful. There's a bunch of risk to it. Um, Ah, oh, it's gonna make a DC Comics. There's a. There, never mind. It doesn't matter. Nope. Never mind. No. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. We're moving on. Stop. We're moving on. <laughs> Nerd. I know. Stop it. See, there's these things called boom tubes and sideboard. No. Get, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> never mind. Jesus I Christ, know. Jason I, Matthews. That's <laughs> okay. I was talking about Nightcrawler in the chat. Yeah. See, that's yeah. Get your shit together, man. All right. I'm focused. I'm here. Okay. <clears throat> um, Seventeen is going to get you to the base of these mountains um, pretty quickly. That's about ten minutes. So, um, not that you would know concrete, but you are uh, still about 50 minutes ahead of Jadzia. But getting up this mountain is going to take an insane amount of effort. Who would like to roll another check for me? Next in line, Merrick, why don't you roll it? All right, here we go. Uh, flat 20? Flat, t- uh, flat 20, and we're going to add a plus 10 to it. So, okay, flat 20 plus 15. Let's go. <clears throat> 17. 17. Okay. Um, you're going to make your way up this trail uh, and it winds around this mountain, and um, it's going to start to get cold and windy after a while. And it's taking you longer than you'd like it. <clears throat> this is... Um, this... Can I use diplomacy to, in, to like, make people go faster? I thought you were going to barter with the mountain. Like, could you lean down? <laughs> Come on. Like, this is a bit ridiculous. Like, could I, could I like, inspire my peeps somehow? Um... Isn't your intimidate higher? It is. Well, <laughs> I'll give you... You can scare the shit out of this thing. I'll, I'll give you an option. I'll give you an option, and you can either try to inspire your comrades to book it as fast as possible, or you can try to intimidate your team with some sort of, like, anti-Independence Day speech. Like, just threaten <laughs> the shit out of them. Okay. Um, I, I've only got a plus one difference, and I feel like, cinematically, it's better if I'm using diplomacy. Okay. Um, so I just roll and make some sort of speech? Um, yeah. Roll first okay. to see how well this is going to be. <laughs> it's just like out of breath. Like, oh, fuck, just go, guys. This fucking Jesus. so big. So big. 25. 25. That's going to be pretty okay. inspiring. So the next time someone... Oh, go ahead. And, and what, do you, what do you say to the group to inspire them? Jeez, um, okay. I guess through. like... <laughs> what? You should have thought this through before you... I know, yeah. It was it was a spare of the moment thing. I don't know if we can speed up. That's good. Um, uh, and we'll just like go go down the line, like you know, like waiting for everyone to kind of like catch up. Because I'm assuming we're all not like in a little pack like they do when they're like running football laps or some shit. Like, I'm, I'm assuming that we're kind of spread out, just like booking it up the mountain as fast as like each individual can possibly do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like she'll she'll go down the line for each person and just be like, come on, you can fucking do this. We have to get to the top. Come on, come on. Um, for Valis, obviously, it'll be a little <laughs> different. Like, your girlfriend is at the top and she's dying, Valis. I don't know about everyone else, but a newfound look of determination is going to cross Valis's face. Let's have him make the last check. If everybody in the party's okay with that. Unless anybody else wants to take a stab at it. Did he, get, did he get a plus from that um, inspiration? Everybody's going to get... This is how fast the group travels together. But um, this will be a plus 13 instead of a plus 10. Yeah. Do it. I'm scared. Whew, that's Fuck. Pretty much in keeping with everything else. 
It's a little higher. It's a little higher based on the, the plus. Um, 19, 19, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's catch up with Jadzium. I hate you. <laughs> this is really like tense. I'm getting really nervous. Because <laughs> we all know what's about to happen. Jadzium is going to walk into this uh, fairly large circular room. And there is a large etched sort of dais in the floor. And the symbol of Valnor is is carved into the center of this chamber. <clears throat> this place is really adorned beautifully with this. The, I mean, it's almost an, uh, like a send up to this guy. Like it's, this was built for him. And it's part of a contractual agreement with this plane that people can come here and, and barter for their soul if they feel like they have something to offer. And now he has to be, he has to be summoned. Jadzia would know that she has to give up an offering of blood to do so. Cheery. Yeah. So how, <laughs> how would you like to offer up your own blood here? How much blood? <laughs> It's um, it's a it's a decent. We're talking about a pint. Can I use Sheldon? Can you use Sheldon's blood? Yeah. No, this has to be your blood. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can't, Izzy. It doesn't work with the character. I'm sorry. Um. Okay. I will not do what they do on all the TV shows, which is cut like a really a part of your body that really fucking hurts. I will do the back of my hand. All right. Is <clears throat> <laughs> it just that I suck in the comments? <laughs> Everyone's trying to get me to eat lunch. <laughs> Jadzia doesn't know you're coming. Yeah, this is also not a very cheery picnic area. This is not. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I'm not the weird goth kid who goes to have like picnics in the funeral home. <laughs> Jadzia is going to slice the back of her hand open and start to drizzle blood over this uh, over this etched stone. It is going to start to fill in the area. Um, and as it does, this this eerie green glow, much like the torches that illuminated this place, um, is going to start to emanate from, from this, this stone. Um, and I would step back if I were Jadzia. I will step back. All right. We'll take your advice. A pillar of green flame is going to erupt um, from this area. And... When the flame dies down, there is going to be an emaciated corpse, sort of wrapped in a cloak, standing in front of Jadzia. This, <laughs> this body, for lack of a better term, has pretty much been stripped of most of its skin. So it's this skeletal figure, covered in insects, and um, worms. I are... was fine. I was fine up until... <laughs> Um, and these these insects and uh, larvae and worms have made this body its home. And the cheek muscles specifically, um, most of this thing's jaw is exposed, but you can you can see where worms are sort of burrowing in and out of its cheeks. Like it's 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 very much it is it is it is it is very much a home for living things even if this is not a living thing in and of itself um and after the flame dies down it is going to make eye contact and again um 
one of its eyes appears to be functional. The other uh, appears to be somewhat liquefied. And this thing is going to step forward toward Jadzia. And it's going to start to draw breath. And the breath it's drawing is very labored and wheezing. As he starts to draw breath, he's going to start to speak. (sighs) Ah, Miss Grace. (sighs) Always a pleasure. And he is going to kind of part his cloak a bit. And while wearing clothing, you can... Uh, you can see where his clothing underneath is moving. Um, and you're guessing that's because of all the the living things that are sort of dwelling within its body. Good. <laughs> <laughs> How would you like to start this off? Um, Jadzia will step back and sh- she'd probably bow because she wants to show respect. And she's fucking terrified, and it's written all over her face. I'm still really distracted by the bug thing. (laughs) It's so gross. Why? You knew Jamie's power bothered me. You did this on purpose. I may have tailored certain aspects of this demon to you specifically. Oh, wait. Wait, Bree. Just wait. That's that's not a good sign. Um, So she's going to bow and say, I... I came to negotiate my contract. This thing is going to kind of furrow its brow a bit. And again, every time it moves its face, there's this sort of a wrinkled... like it, The skin that hasn't sloughed off sort of makes this, uh, this squishing sound. Um, and part of that uh, is because of the skin itself, the, the movement of the skin and Part of it is because of the insects that are falling off of it as it speaks and are drizzling onto the ground. Now, Miss Grace, we had an agreement. I... I think I have something you'd be interested in. And what... Might that be? Um, should I start doing diplomacy now? Um, is this the point where like I'm selling it, so like I should start? This would be the part, yeah. Okay. Number one. Oh my god. Holy fuck! I'm gonna die. Bye, guys. Bye. That is a three. A nine total. Fucking <sighs> die. Um... Jadzia is actually actually planned out some fuck up she could do. Um, she's gonna try to take off her hat to be like, this is my soul hat and she's gonna drop it because she's shaking so much. And then she's going to like shakily pick it up and I I have this and like she's not even saying what it is because she's so frightened. So that's why her diplomacy failed. And he's going to step forward. Um, his feet are bare. And it makes this wet slapping sound uh, whenever he walks on this stone. And it sort of echoes throughout this chamber. What an interesting item. 
guessing that you're offering up what's inside. Diplomacy again? Yep. <sighs> better! <laughs> <laughs> 20. Still not great, but better. Um, Judzie is going to kind of, because he helped her along, she feels a little bit better. Like, yeah, that. I have six souls in this helm. One that I believe will interest you quite a bit. This demon is going to bend down. And as he does, you can hear every joint and muscle tear and crackle. And he's going to wave his hand over this helm. And you're going to watch the gems uh, light up one by one. And then he's going to get to a specific gem. And he's going to stop dead. And he is going to snap his gaze up toward Jadzia. Really? Long exhale. And you're going to feel this room get colder. Now, that may be perception. That may just be a chill running up Jadzia's spine. Or it may be this room actually physically lowering in temperature. What are your terms? Diplomacy first. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to go ahead and trade that for the 10. <laughs> All right, so 16. I got an 8, so instead of 14, it's 16, okay. which is pass, right? Because 15 is pass, almost always. Oh, that's 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 not how I do it. Oh, you them. can't tell me? No. Okay. All right. I'll just um, I'll go with the 16. Um my keeper. The man who you saved me from. And like she's trying to butter him up a little bit. My soul for his. And then five more to play with. He is going to step forward. And he is going to place his hand on Jadzia's cheek. But I was so looking forward. To acquiring your soul permanently. And as he's speaking, one of these beetles are going to skitter off of his thumb and across Jatsia's face, crossing her lips. That is up to you whether you would like to react to that or if this is something where she's just stealing her resolve in. Um... Well, I have to respond, so can I roll diplomacy? And if it's low, Absolutely. I will probably react to the beetle. Absolutely. <laughs> That'll be the trade-off. Oh, I did not react <laughs> at all. <laughs> Fuck that beetle. Even though in real life, I totally reacted. I'm gonna say she's so distracted by how gross its face is that she barely even notices the beetle. I know what you're doing with these souls. His is powerful. It's been reaching out of its cage. My soul is, is weak. And it's broken. I would be worthless in an army. He could lead one. Which clearly she does not give a shit what he's doing with this army. Right. I won't lie. I would very much like to acquire that particular soul. 
You do realize the kind of pain you'll be in for by terminating our contract. Should I do some type of roll to like um, know if I do know what kind of pain? Give me an arcana check. Let me see if you okay. research that bit. 19. You are vaguely aware of there being some sort of penalty for terminating the contract. And I'm guessing that Jadzia doesn't know too much about that. She was more concentrating on the whole you don't get my soul thing. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to roll a diplomacy. Sweet. 23. Um, Jadzia is going to grab her collar and pull it down to reveal like just some of the scarring. She's like, I know pain. This demon's hand is going to trail off of Jadzia's cheek, and it's going to return to his side. But some of the skin from his palm is going to sort of be left behind on Jadzia's face. My dear, you have not begun to endure pain. How's about we catch up with the rest of the party? Oh, thank God. Jesus. I hate you so much. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, to be fair, the rolls went way better than expected. Oh, my God. Oh, you're fired. I'm so sorry, (laughs) guys. That's so gross. I think that's so gross. I'm going to go throw up. I'll be right back. Can I take a throw up break? God. What did you say, Kat? I think that was better than Darmok. So I, I love Darmok's voice, but I think that may have been better. <laughs> it's, it is if you really, mean really worse, good. yeah. It is your best uh, voice yet, thank for you. sure. Thank you. And that was on camera as well, so... Yeah, that's the fucked up thing. That'll be in the dark. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm not <laughs> sleeping at night. So party. No. <laughs> I don't want to go up there anymore. Where are we? Where are we? It has taken you the better part of an hour to get from the base of this mountain to its very peak. And that is exceptional. That is better time than most people could do it in. You're all pretty motivated. Now We're also like pseudo-superheroes. <clears throat> this is Can we go tr- in a <laughs> This is true. Of the people of Theria, you guys have the power to, to do certain things. I want one more check, and that is to that is to close the gap to this peak. You're going to be pretty much climbing up. Uh, the, the, the last hundred feet or so are scaling a mountain. Who would like to do the roll for that? If I do the roll, do I get my boot bonus? I'm going to give you uh, a plus one to that, because while you would be adept at climbing, not the entire party would. Does my inspiration still count? I'm going to give you a plus for that, too, because that wouldn't have faded in, yeah. So cool. that's a plus four in total. Okay. Pl- plus the plus ten that we get? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Plus four, ten. Okay. Okay. Roll that shit, Mac. Three. Man, you have... No one's gotten fucking higher than seven. a fucking seven. <laughs> plus fourteen's not bad, though. That's no. like 21, yeah. right? Something like 21. that? 21. Um, 21, you're, make, you're going to make really good time. You've reached a point in the path where you realize that you have to climb. And you guys are well equipped, you're very motivated, and you're essentially superheroes. <clears throat> you are going to 
climb this gap pretty, pretty quickly. And you are going to reach the, the summit here and presented in front of you, you're going to see a dark cavern, cavern that this appears to be chiseled out of columns and you know this is this is a this is a place this is not just a random cave you can tell that immediately cool una's going to scream jadzia and just sprint like full bore into that can we roll some sort of check to see if we know what sort of horrific things are awaiting us inside, aside from a demon? Um, go ahead and roll a check. That's not going to stop Una. Well, yeah. Um, what kind? Um, do me a favor, roll a history check. 24. Here's the problem. Anyone who has signed their soul away to the specific demon <clears throat> is welcome within this tomb. Anyone who hasn't is not welcome. Um, The second Una crosses the threshold, you're going to hear uh, a moan slash scream accompanied by a second and then a third. Um, Una, do me a favor, roll a perception check. My bad, guys. (laughs) 29. I totally know what's going on and it's horrifying. Uh, So the party outside is going to hear Una sprint in, then sort of a kind of a, like that sound which is horrifying right, guys I stepped, on a, I stepped on a nail it's all good <laughs> <laughs> this demon controls an undead army and to protect his his little place of of uh, of worship for lack of a better term this particular area is guarded by zombified skeletal cyclopses Really? Really, Jason? You couldn't have stopped at one of those? No. No, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Couldn't have just been skeletons. Couldn't have been cyclopses. Couldn't have been zombies. It's to be zombified skeleton <laughs> cyclopses. It's a little bit like overkill, dude. Like vampire it's like, it's like werewolves. like a walnut, chocolate, caramel, salted <laughs> cookie dough, <laughs> ice cream, cotton candy ball. Like They're not traditional zombies in that if you get bitten, it's not like zombie zombie. They're just, they're undead cyclopses if you want to simplify it. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Boiling it down, let's just call them cyclopses that used to be alive. Yeah. Okay. And now we have to kill them again. Um, okay, so uh, as soon as the fight starts, um, Una's going to like turn to Valis and just say, Go! Go get Jadzia! Go! We'll take care of this! Valis okay. is going to give a look uh, to the party, and it looks like he's going to... He's thinking it over, but after a moment, he's going to just sprint ahead. Let's Ready. fucking do this. B, your turn. Okie dokie. Uh, ambush trick will get me up to there, and I have combat advantage on Skeletal Cyclops 2. Um, so just a melee basic attack. That's more like it. Uh, 14. Okay. There we go. Um and I get my backstab, uh, my sneak attack, because I have combat advantage. Was B's turn. Next up, it's Kaluna. Okay. Um. First, uh, Una, I guess. Um, noises. Uh, which one do you think you're gonna go after? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, 
I was thinking the one that's that Fee's attacking, just because okay. you know it's faster to target one of them and, and drop them, and then the next okay. one, you know. So I want to put Pig uh, below Fee. I'm gonna use Call to the Blood Dancer. Thank you. Twenty-six will hit. Okay, and then the blood drop. Yep. Let me actually target it this time. Wee. Uh, and nineteen damage. And now, if anyone is adjacent to Pig and hits the Cyclops, they can get an they can get a crit from an eighteen to a twenty. And I believe there's a bonus to damage. I didn't write that part down. Uh, any ally gains a bonus to damage rolls equals to equal to my intelligence modifier, which is three, while adjacent to the spirit companion, until the end of my next turn. Okay, uh, Merrick, your turn. Okay, so I'm just going to move just a couple of spaces to make sure I can be be- between all of these sort of equally, and then I'm going to do searing light, which is um, uh, just an encounter power uh, for a standard. Um, with my my morning star, so a ray a ray of light will will sh- go straight into the face of this cyclops, which is what I want to do because they have one eye. That'll hit, and then you click the blood drop, and then click that little man. Okay, you have blinded him. You've done sixteen damage, uh, and you're good. Great, thanks. Done, uh, done for that turn. And skeletal cyclops number one is going to advance toward Una. Uh, gonna target Una uh, and gonna use a power called Slam. He's gonna pick up his big meaty hands um, and sort of rotted, decayed flesh all over them and and sort of form an axe handle with it and try and come down and just slam at Una. (laughs) And totally whiff that roll. 23 versus your AC does nothing. Una, your turn. Okay. Um... That was stupid of that monster, and that's hilarious. Spoon um, <laughs> is gonna just jog right up to this one. And um, then that's un- an opportunity attack from this one that you're leaving. Not much difference, but um, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll take the opportunity attack. Say so you have a 34 AC. Okay, okay, yeah, I know, but you also have a plus 19, motherfucker. Well, they're cyclopses. That's that bad depth perception. That doesn't make them hit less. I mean, it just, I mean. They're just really focused on one thing. Um, so as you're walking away, let's let's have him do that one more time. Slam uh, 27. So yeah, miss. Totally. Um, so Una, resume. Okay. Jump up to Cyclops number two, I think he is. Mm-hmm. Target him. And then I'm going to use um, um, Debilitating Smite. 30 will hit. Sweet. Damage. You have bloodied the Cyclops with 22. Three extra damage from uh, the uh, thingy-dink. Okay, I'll take care of that on my end. Cool. Um, As a, wait, I've got some little effect things. He's slowed and dazed. Hold on a second. And something else. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you added the effects yourself? Good. God, I love yeah. this table. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I'm going to mark him. So if he doesn't attack me, he takes damage. On it. Uh, Fee, your turn. Okay. Um... So if if I move around it, that's an opportunity that... attack. Okay. Um, okay. So ambush trick. But if he takes the opportunity attack uh, and misses you, he'll take damage. True. Well, he's gonna take he's gonna take damage even if he even if it hits. Uh, Just because he's oh, attacking yeah, someone yeah, other than you. But yeah, okay. the damage is sort of negligible to what he would do to Fee if he does hit. Yeah. True. 
Um, okay, well, I'll uh, ambush trick, which will get me combat advantage, but I'm staying where I am. And um, actually, I'll use uh, shadowy tendrils. Um, so I teleport up to five squares and make a melee basic attack. So I'll teleport there. Okay, combat advantage. Combat advantage. Um, so melee basic attack. Plus. Uh, yeah, 15 is not going to do it. Nope. Uh, anything else? Uh, that's everything. All right, Skettle Cyclops number two is going to target Una. Uh, and he's going to try and slam. And wow, what a shitty roll. That's a two. Uh, 21, that is nothing. And Skeletal Cyclops three is going to move on up to Merrick. Target Merrick. Try and slam him. Uh, 22 is going to miss. Wow, these guys suck today. Uh, Fee, your turn. Uh, Amber trick to get me combat advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, you have combat advantage. Oh, yeah, of course I do. Uh, 18. Um, Kaluna, your turn. Okay, I'm going to use Iron Breaker Claws. Let me switch back. Okay, so. That'll hit. Okay. Do that. And uh, ally adjacent to the target can make a melee basic attack against it as a free action. So, um, I don't know who wants to do that. Fee generally hits more than I do. Okay. Um, so go ahead, Fee. Attack the uh, Cyclops here. Thank you, Dickie. Okay, that, that hit that time. Awesome. Okay, so, uh, basic damage. 11 damage. 11. Um, I also do a bonus 2 damage because I have the bloodthirst feat. Uh, plus 2 damage uh, rolls against blooded foes. Okay, uh, I'll add that up on this end. And sneak attack. Wait, wait, wait. Do you get to sneak have, attack every time? Uh, uh, yep, it's an at will. Um... um this is a burst with a uh, burst one within five squares and a web of gleaming strands cuts into my foes and defends my allies. Um, so what's going to happen is, uh, let's see here. Light of Arvindor, radiant damage against target. I'm going to guess I'm going to target this guy. So you're targeting number two or three, number, number three. It's a hit. Mm. 11 damage. All right. So 11 damage to that. Um, now let's see here. Hold on a second. Uh, and each ally in the burst gains a plus. Okay, so no one's in that burst. Okay, so um, so that's Light of Arvindor. But okay, here's what I want to be able to do. I want to actually use an action point. Okay. Um, because what I want to use is Prophecy of Doom, which allows me or an ally, this is another standard, um, me or an ally who hits can make it a crit. Wow. Um, and that can last into my next turn or until anybody who wants to do it that's an ally uses it as a crit. So if I, I think it's Una probably has pretty fucking amazing crit yeah. damage, oh, then yeah. you can just use it the next time you hit. Oh, yeah. Talking... I'm going to shift over to you and help you out with yeah, that guy. Yeah, because that would be holy Kill shit. that fucker. I can just turn any roll into a crit? That's amazing. Yep. Oh, my God. Once. I feel a martyr's retribution coming on, guys. Um, Skeletal Cyclops 1. Hmm. Actually... 
and also there's one thing that I get to do when I do an action point as uh, for for my particular character is I have an extra move that I can use anytime I want to at any point. So what I'm going to go ahead and do is is move Merrick to the other side of the Cyclops. Okay, that is a that is a opportunity attack for the Cyclops. Okay, well then I'm not going to move Merrick to the other side okay. of the Cyclops. <laughs> That's not what I meant to say. What I meant to say yeah. is what I was suggesting is trying to get on the other side of him for a flank to go ahead and just get him flanked in, in every case. But uh, Cyclops number one is going to move next to uh, Merrick and try to slam him. And holy God, these rolls. Um, yeah, so that's a 23. Not going to hit anything. He rolled a four. Una. Okay. Um, Una's going to shift right up next to Merrick. Uh, not target that guy anymore. Shall we get our cameras ready? Uh, target skeletal cyclops. Um, I'm going to use Martyrdition. I'm going to take advantage of Merrick's uh, saved crit. Can we just? Can we just? Yeah, it, is, it fucking murders him. Yeah, it <laughs> totally fucking murders him. We'll fix it later. It's getting late, but okay. Yeah, because that's 87 damage plus you get crit die from your. Fi- yeah, that'll kill this fucking cyclops. Okay. He is so dead. Una's going to bring her hammer down on this fucker's head and just smash it in. He's dead. Totally fucking wiped off the face of the earth. By the way, thank you for taking into account my editing. That that'll have to be a thing. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Be your turn. Okay, Amber Trick will get me combat advantage, uh, and just a mere basic stack. Uh, that is gonna miss. Bah. Boy, everyone's having a rough day with these dice rolls. Mm, that's everything. Um, Skeletal Cyclops is going to uh, stop targeting Una. Target Fee. Try and slam him. 29, that'll hit. He is going to take how much damage there, Una? Uh, four, so he's going to take 10 damage. 10 damage. That's, wow, that's pretty... Alright. He's and not dead, fuck. Not quite. Uh, he's going to roll damage and that is 30 damage to Fee. Holy shit. Uh, and Fee, your turn. Okie dokie. Um, so, Ambush Trick will get me a will get me a combat advantage and just a melee basic attack on him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 23. Oy, um, Kaluna, your turn. Okie dokie. Okay, um, first off, gonna use my healer's thing. Healing spirit. Gonna heal up Fee. The target can spend a healing surge. If the target does so, then the ally adjacent to the spirit companion gets the healing. So it doesn't matter about the rolling, but you get to spend a healing surge. That's the whole point of that. <laughs> Cool. I'm tired, apparently. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna use Stalker Strike, which is just a basically a melee basic. Their fortitude is terrible. Okay. Ta-da! And now Pig can flank with Fee if he needs to. And that's that. No. <laughs> Merrick, your turn. Alright, I'm gonna target skeletal cyclops number one. And uh, use revealing light. So there's going to be a blue-white light that just comes down and then through my morning star, and then causes a bunch of damage on this on this dude. Um, let's see here. And I missed. And uh, that's going to be it. All right. And skeletal cyclops one is still targeting Merrick. <laughs> Rolled a two. Is something broken? Because, Jesus. Uh, Sounds good to me. I, mean, I know, that's fine. Never mind. Um, Una, your turn. 
Okay. Um, let's use um Wind Fury Assault. Um, just for for shits and gigs. Um, oh wait, I need to shift. Boop. Okay. Um, gonna use Wind Fury Assault. Um, two D ten plus seven. One to da 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 da. Okay. Three. So ten. Ten damage. Ten damage to Cyclops number one. It also should have some sort of thing. I get to. I think I get to push him a square or something. Um, that's part of one of your feats. Wind Fury Assault? Really? No, it's part of your... Oh, oh yeah, I think you're right. You have to improve Wind Fury Assault. Um, oh, right, right. So, okay, cool. Um, that didn't do much, but whatever. That was my move. Um, feet, your turn. Uh, so, Amber Street will get me combat advantage. Um, me a basic stat. Oh, hold on. There we go. Uh, oh, that, that hits anyway. So, and then... Damage. Um, okay, and do I need to do sneak attack, or is that dead? Um, he is totally dead. Yeah, totally. totally okay. Dead. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's the end of my that turn. Then is it, and that will bring up Fee again. Uh, okay, okay. Amber Strick will get me there. Uh, yep. Um, and just a melee basic. Melee basic. That'll, that'll no! <laughs> uh, Kalina, your turn. Okay. Um, I am going to use Wrath of Winter. I'm going to do it right this time. I'm not going to attack Fee. Okay. And then Pig is going to get teleported because of the attack. Um, I'll put him next to Una just so she gets damaging bonuses. And that'll be my turn. Merrick, your turn. Okay, I'm going to do uh, something called Astral Seal, um, which is uh, outlining my enemy with a silver glow of the Astral Sea, and then some bullshit happens, and uh, <laughs> hopefully they, they have some damage. And nice. Almost yeah. agree. Very gorgeous. So what's going to happen is uh, his defenses are negative two for uh, till the end of my next turn. So the next ally who hits it before the end of my next turn regains hit points if needed. That's all I can do right this second. Um, yeah, that's my standard. No damage. No damage? Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. That's cool. Skeletal Cyclops 1 is going to target Merrick. And... I think one of my powers that I used on him automatically marks him, so he'll take 10. Mm-hmm. That's done, and that will hit. And 41 damage to Merrick. Oof. Uh, Una, your turn. Oh, God, those fucking... Oh, those are gnarly. Okay. I'm still targeting him. I'm going to use Thundering Smite. I'm going to roll that. Yeah. Um, that'll hit him. Um, that will... 37 damage. What do I get from um, Pig's damage plus? Uh, that ended. <laughs> so Already? Yeah, it ended at the end of my turn. Um, and then he's going to be knocked prone. Uh, on it. I applied that, you know. Oh, gorgeous. God, I love this table. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Fee, go ahead. Your turn. Hi, Greggy. Um, so, if, if I use my unbalancing trick, I can shift two squares. So, can I get there? Yes. Awesome. So, uh, that'll get me... Um, that'll get me combat advantage, but he's already prone anyway, so... Um, and I think 
this should work with the oops, sorry, um, yeah me melee basic attack and that is at 23 and combat advantage but that yeah, hits uh, melee basic attack 17 uh, and sneak attack uh, 15 Alright, your turn again. Uh, Meter basic attack. Yeah. Uh, hits. Uh, damage. That'll kill the Cyclops. Whoa! Fuck yeah, guys! Done. Okay. You guys are out of combat. What would you like to do? Sprint into that fucking cavern. Do me a favor, roll a perception check, everyone. It's the wrong cavern! 26. Did I 19. roll that right? No, I did not. That didn't 29. Roll Holy shit. Una, Merrick. You know what? Una, Merrick, Fee, and Kaluna are going to make their way through this cavern here into this tomb. And they're going to come to a large set of double doors that have been opened. And you're going to see Valis standing in the doorway. In the room, you're going to see Jadzia's body lying in the center of it. And Valis is just frozen in this doorway. What would you guys like to do here? When the fuck uh, this heel happened? Checks. Heel checks. Hey. Yeah, run over to her fucking body. Or wait, wait, maybe we should do like history or arcana nope. first. Nope, run over to the fucking okay. body. <laughs> I, at least Una, Una would. Una would not like care about anything else. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's, yeah, Merrick would just run. Phallus had rounded the corner and gotten to this and just saw her body and just froze dead. Um, and after he sees the party join him, he is going to he is going to make his way over to her as quickly as he can. Who's who's going to grab her first? This is... Phallus is going to lean down and and be next to her, but he's almost afraid to touch her. Like Una he, will touch her. Una will, yeah. will do things to see if she's alive. Merrick's going for it. He'll check whatever he can do. Alright. Both Una and Merrick are going to reach down and touch Jadzia and her skin is going to be ice cold. And it does not appear as though she is breathing. And after a moment of you just kind of checking for some sort of vital sign, Chadzia's eyes are going to snap open and she is going to draw in breath aggressively. What would Chadzia's reaction be to the party? First of all, Jasper, it was really adorable that the second you found out I was alive, you rolled your hair to the check. That was super cute. <laughs> You're like, well, that's all I need to hear. Bam. Um, <laughs> Jadzia is... Um, first, she's not even going to... like. She's just breathing, but she can't even move. She's pretty much paralyzed. Um, and then she's going to need to look around and realize her friends are there. And just close her eyes tightly because she doesn't really believe they're there at first. And after she takes a minute to compose herself, even just a little bit, she's going to try to sit up. And then it's like a half scream, half gasp, and she's going to fall back down. Una will, like, gather her into her arms like a mom and just kind of, like, stroke her hair. Heel check, heel check, heel check. Yeah, yeah all the heel checks. Um, Can we all roll them? Does it make a difference? On, hold on. While it would appear that Jadzi has been through... Some something horribly traumatic and painful. It doesn't appear as though she's hurt in the 
in in the in the technical sense. None of her limbs are broken, or you know, she's not bleeding. It's it's not. It wasn't. She didn't incur any damage in, in a fight. Um, this was something else. This is more mental. And you know, any damage that would have been dealt to her by this demon has been healed by you guys. This is just, yeah, this is just the aftermath. Phallus is. He wants to do something, and he it looks like he's hes reaching out, but he's terrified that he's going to do more harm than good. And there's just this, this mixture of anger at himself for not doing something, you know, quicker, not seeing that she was going to run off and do this by herself, not being able to fight this demon for her, not be able to do anything. And he doesn't know if there's anything he can do to make her feel better, and it's just driving him insane. Like it's 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 a huge uh, it's a huge thing for him to take in. What about everyone else here? Uh, Una would like lean down, you know, really quietly, and just like, I mean, you kind of have to address the issue that 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 you know you came here for. So she regrets having to like you know say this, but she's gonna like lean down really gently and just say. Like, do you have your soul back? Jodzi is going to reach out and like grab onto Una, who is holding her, and like pull her a little bit closer. And she's going to let out like a small sob. But as she is doing so, she's also going to nod. Cool. Una will just like squeeze her like hella tight and just like look at Valis and just kind of get like a tiny little nod. Like it's cool. It's all good. Ish. Guys, I think that's a pretty good time for us to stop for the evening. No. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like crazy midnight, five a.m. for people. So I yeah. know. <laughs> I'm good. I don't go to sleep until seven in the morning anyway. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, dude. So you got your. I really thought I was gonna die. <laughs> were you guys doing like secret rolls behind our backs? Um, we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was going to go down. He was like, don't tell them you're alive. Like, Fuck yeah. <laughs> so like what, what happened? Like, did well, she trade the souls correctly or what? Well, you'll find out. You can just tell us now. It's not like it's going to ruin anything. I could tell you, but I'm not going to. You'll have to find you're out. You're so mean. Seriously, motherfucker? Seriously? Yeah, seriously. First you make us listen to you uh, breathing you... into our ears. And now you're not telling us <laughs> yeah. shit. That's, see... not, that's not even like a thing. I that's feel not like even you a... owe us. I feel like you owe us. I, uh, it's not you can find out if you put $20 a month on the Patreon. <laughs> so. Fine. You, you really, really want to know? Do you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Just relax. <laughs> just stop um, mocking me. Just stop. No, that'll never stop. I know that. Um, that's a bridge too far. Uh, Perfect. <laughs>